0: And welcome back to the Unearth Yourself podcast here on another today's episode, February 22nd, 2023. It's Ricardo Zivar. I'm here with my boy. Dylan Suggs. We are actually in, this is my office space and also my
1: podcasting zone. Uh, Currently, where we have our podcast studio, it's like in a garage studio. And so that we are currently (laughs) currently
0: in uh, about eight, nine
1: degrees in Colorado right now. It's freezing cold. It's freezing cold.
0: Honestly, we're in the Dylan lair today. Just brought you out, just two of us hitting it for y'all. But um, honestly, we have a really awesome topic to drop in for today. And basically, like, you know, there's a lot of things we can look at in life, and here on Earth, yourself is like defining our life's purpose, you know. And there's a couple things we both uh, went on our own ventures for this last coming month. Uh, mine finished more in a January. He just came back from a cruise. So you can let him speak for that. But We just come to find that there was a lot of transformation and purpose that went from these trips versus just a whole paradise. And I think it's wise that we open up a deeper meaning that we came across within these trips, if we will. I would say
1: that some of the themes I found was just questioning what am I doing that's mundane in life and trying to expand from what I've set my goals and intentions for the beginning of the year, which we've already discussed on this podcast quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And allowing the flow of what we also discussed to come in with where my life, where's my life really going? And for the, most of you who don't really know, hundred percent, but Ricky's an astrologer. So in the beginning of the year, he kind of mapped out. I think like a almost five, six to a six months. I would say even we got we, we got, went got up to through August. up to okay. So we got we went to, up to August. August. Mm-hmm. Um, and he kind of defined some of the themes that were happening astrologically throughout the beginning of this year, and then going forward into and and I'm I shit you not so far, <laughs> everything has kind of come aligned with what he shared with me in the beginning. We actually have it on a marker board written uh in, in the in the living room as just kind of a map, right? Almost Got the like a receipts mapping. man. Got the receipts. Yeah, yeah and so me out on it it's a need, season, a season for different your, things. Gotta call ourselves out. And it? he can <laughs> chime in on that. But what I've been feeling is. Definitely uh, expanding, mm-hmm. opening my awareness to a lot of possibilities, and really, uh, for the most part, executing on things. Uh, mm-hmm. I've started my businesses. Oh, yeah. um, I've gotten money. I've gotten paid. I've uh, Things have just been flowing, and I'm very – I would say I'm very action-oriented, and I would say about maybe like last two weeks, began to pivot a little bit, and then I went on this vacation. I just got back um, – about three or four days ago, and I was on a seven-day full cruise, and I went to Honduras, Belize, and Mexico, and mm. I have a lot to share about that. Uh, but you know, that's kind of where I've been for the last few weeks, and then going into this year, and the last podcast we did, pretty much we're, that's catching us up a little bit.
0: Right, right. Um, appreciate the intro, brother. So yeah, for those that don't know, yeah, I'm a I'm an astrologer. I'm an evolutionary astrologer, and I've done it about 15 years. Usually, you'll catch me on this podcast if you're new to this channel. Uh, basically, just giving people advice and I like to be a strategizer so we can actually best manifest or best create, co-create what the world has in store for us and you know, I've been able to share some nuggets with Dylan and let him kind of reap the rewards on some of those moments just to catch the right time, catch the fishing season if you want to put it that way. And um, Well, I just came back from a trip, I went to Cancun and this was a big deal for me. Because uh, my father's side of the family is all mainly from Mexico, and people take a look at me and my Caucasian ass, and they wonder like, what am I doing in Mexico? But actually, there's an extreme amount of lineage that goes down that time that part of my family, and you know, even my father's like he he's not a, he's a. I'm a first-generation American, and I would say English is his third language. This was a big trip for me to not only just tap in with my family roots, there's so many of my cousins, my tias and tios, a lot of family members that I got to meet, and if they're checking in this channel, say what's up, uh, hola. And I just wanna really appreciate that. This trip did so much deeper things for me, and, and it, I noticed that Dylan got a lot of feedbacks from his trip, and it, it opened up this topic for today's um, episode. And so I just really wanted to prompt that with like, you know, what is really defining your purpose or like, you know, really is where maybe what's been coming up for me personally. And I know that me and Dylan, we, we, we talk business back and forth for many times, but confronting like your destiny or your purpose. And, you know, like, honestly, we live in a really edgy time for to bring up some of the astrological alignments. And, you know, I'm, I'm very vague because I don't want to nerd out for people on this channel so much. You can catch me on my own channel if you want to get to that. But basically, we're down to the wire on some of the final moments. Like, we, I use the planets Pluto and Saturn. These are kind of your hardcore karmic planets, the hardcore, like... Work ethics or the things we gotta pay and do to actually make the bigger, the bigger and more meaningful things alive for us, and we're at the end of the dial, if you will. We call this secret twenty nine degrees, and so I've just noticed the world's very crazy. The there's a lot of hectic and chaotic energy all over for sure. It's been ongoing, but we're actually at a critical mass on this one. And so, for those that don't know, I also experience what's called a Saturn return. You experience, everyone experiences around the age of twenty nine. And um, you basically have a, a big confront and con- confrontation, final test, if you will, on, like, you're leaving this adult, this this adolescence part of your life and moving into a full, if you will, cosmic uh, adult. You're in your adult par- this paradigm for you to move forward in. And so, like, mm. I was really confronted with many different things on this trip. And when I got back, it was at the tail end. But just to... I want to throw the mic to Dylan really quick. But mm-hmm. when I when I went to Cancun, there there's so many family members have been awaiting to meet and speak with, and it's been a it's been a really big part of my life. Because to be honest, I didn't realize how isolated I was from my family. I mean, um, English is my father's third language. It's not even first or second. You know, it was German, Spanish, and English. And so for me to be born in America and all these things, it took a while for me to understand. Well, who am I? How did it even get here? And trying to understand that even with my own workings of astrology and stuff that I look at all the time, it's still been a never-ending journey. And so this was a really big trip for me to go to almost my my family roots, if you will, a place where my father grew up and kind of really deepen my relationship. And one thing I want to share deeper on this podcast is I went scuba diving, and maybe a lot of people have been on this channel, you've been scuba diving periods of your life, but this was actually a huge fear for me, open ocean water, by the way, was also bull shark season off that, that, uh, the Yucatan of Mexico, and I was, uh, I won't even hide it, I was definitely freaked out for a period in time, so I had to get some, I was having dreams of, like, sharks in ocean water going through my house, and I was, like, going through it, so there was a lot that was break, that I broke through for myself, but it was not just that, it was also, like, this is something really near and dear to my family, to my father, to the origins of me even being here. So we're going to drop in with that for you all. But like, you know, there was something I got here from this trip. And I know Dylan's been on his own ventures with some business projects or some other people he met. And there was some other probably bigger, just bigger things showing up for you, mm-hmm. brother.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, I mean, think about like
1: <clears throat> with Ricky, it's like his karmic alignment that would have him go back to Mexico where mm. his family's actually from on his dad's side. Um and for those of you who don't know about Mexico, there are obviously Europeans and there are Mexican natives, you know, who were there before the Europeans the arrived. Yeah. Um and so you get a you get a very mixed race there, I and mean, people don't really get that. Uh So his father being like more German and comes from like more German lineage because there was a there's a big German population in Mexico. It's
0: way back, yeah, yeah. So generation uh, generation.
1: But imagine you've never met a side of your family, and then you go and meet them all, almost like a majority of them all in one trip. You know and. Their or, whole life was mm-hmm. there and and his life was isolated outside of his family. So for those of you who have big families and maybe they get annoying and maybe it's this, that. Mm. I mean, count your blessings, you know, like at least you yeah. have a big family and yeah, you have all these people to count on and you need you have all this help and support and family is so important. and then for him to just visit his family for almost like the first time first time meeting a lot of them, uh, not all, not all of them, but you know, still, it's pretty crazy.
0: I, I'm, I'm the youngest. Uh, my father's one of twelve. First off, and I'm probably one of the youngest litter of that group of, of the family. And since they all speak Spanish, and a lot of them get want to know me, and a lot of them do speak English, but you know, there's definitely been a language barrier that's divided me there. So you know, but ironically, a, he's been studying Spanish
1: for the last yeah year and a half. I'm doing my
0: best. Right. You know, we're definitely, I'm definitely got my streaks on Duolingo, and everyone knows I'm, I'm practicing, but like. You know, there's always more work to be done. And I will say that immersion will change everything for sure. Like I probably got more downloads in Spanish to hear my cousins go back and forth than most things. But uh there's just something there. There's just something there that was reflecting to myself what oh, maybe I need to focus on in life. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And
1: so for me, I mean, with some of the travel, like the traveling I experienced was kind of – it was really blissful. I got to go with Casey. Casey's my partner. Mm. Uh, we got to drop in really heavy with each other and spend a lot of intimate quality time together. So that was a huge A++. Uh, and I also, on this cruise ship, I've been going cruising. for. I've been on like eight cruises. Okay? I mean, cruising. it's just because I'm, I'm from San Antonio, Texas. And so you're just, Galveston's like a little hike right, right there. And it is just something that a lot of Texans tend to do, cruise. And when i went i i would i would go life would be good it's always great this time that i went has been post covid right 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 and something that i noticed and, and, and you know you could see it before but something i really picked up on was just how unhealthy the mo- majority of americans are now this is just a sample imagine this is a sample of the southern United States. Okay. I'm talking people from Louisiana, Alabama, Texas, New Mexico, Oklahoma. And we're
0: born and raised you cut know, from people, that cloth. Yeah. We're, oh, we're, we're cut with, from yeah. that cloth. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
1: So we know what that's like. But I mean, I'm talking just the habits they were having, the things they were doing, and mm-hmm. the time, the way they spent their time, and their, their language around their lives. You know, mm-hmm. oh, I got to get back to reality after the cruise, or, you know, just, oh, this, I have this job that I don't like. And, this lifestyle. I mean, they just hate their own life and this was mm. their escape and on their escape, they were indulging on all kinds of things. Mm, mm-hmm. And I witnessed this, this weakness I felt like, and to be honest with you, a lot of them were completely overweight. And I thought about this mm. genuinely as a national security issue. Like if this is a sample of, a, of America's best, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we're in a very sad, sad place. Damn. And so I want you all to recognize and count your blessings <laughs> on this how healthy are you? What are some of the health issues you might have that are really small in comparison to the majority at this point of Americans who find themselves to be in a really detrimental place? And I know for a fact that ev- almost every single one, I'm talking like instead of, I'm not even talking like 90%, I'm talking like Ninety-five percent of the people on that ship wow. were overweight, unhealthy, and I, I imagine are riddled with disease. And this is not even their enti- their fault. I don't even blame them. What I blame is the culture and the lifestyle that has been instilled mm. and has been aokayed by our government by the influencers in our lives, and uh, by the media in our lives. I mean, this aok okay nature around, oh, it's OK to just be completely unhealthy and, and, and be a detriment to your family and to your friends. I mean, mm-hmm. that's crazy. So I witnessed that in a big way. And to be honest, for the first time on a cruise ship, I did not make a single friend, like a really good friend. Because usually I make lifelong friends. Like you meet people, you're you're like – the, the, the intimate quality time you spend with people mm. is is so intense. And by the way, usually when I've been on cruises, there's no phones because you don't have Wi-Fi. I mean, it's
0: just a thing. Oh, wow, well, yeah. yeah. So yeah. you're
1: spending seven days around a bunch of people and you have no phone and you're just connecting with people and you have this intimate quality time with them. So really interesting experience with this cruise. And to be honest, I don't even think I'll be going back to this particular ship. Yeah. yeah, and this particular cruise mm. line. Uh, because we're just kind of at this point we're like wow like we we want to spend more quality time with people who are healthy this is, this is something really I mean, important it still to me. sounds like you had a
0: great time I mean it's a cruise ship right I the mean, environment
1: of the cruise ship was like it was what it was I didn't make any friends and the, the like the people living or the people on the ship are just not my type of friends like not disconnect. my vibe however disconnect. of course there was all kinds of activities I highly recommend cruises you know like there, there's so many sports and outdoors and activities to do on the ship and then of course when you're going to all these destinations you're having a blast i mean you're doing cool stuff i was uh, i went uh, in honduras i was on a little island i was paddle boarding i was kayaking i was on the beach for that honduras trip and then on belize i was like zip lining through caves a whole oh, cave God. system and it was unbelievable like cool zip lines like really big tall ones like you look down and you're like you're like up 200 feet i've seen those i mean it's pros, scary man. it looks up yeah it's pretty crazy and so you know, I will say that was a blast, you know, and then we went to Cozumel and we did a whole beach day, relaxation, had a blast playing sand volleyball. So like you, of course I made the best of it. It was awesome, but I just found it to be interesting. Cause you know, I'm with my girlfriend and then my brother and his girlfriend and my family. So we're having a good time together, but it's just our little, our little click, you know, we didn't really get to outsource a lot. And that's crazy for me. Cause I'm a pretty social person. And I make good friends. Uh, but my point to you on that is to appreciate for me, To appreciate my environment. Like here in Boulder, Colorado, we live in perhaps one of the most healthy cities in America. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, and I mean this no disrespectfully though, there's not a lot of overweight people. And I'm talking like obese, overweight people in this county. I mean people are just – People are just really healthy and they're, they're, you know, on the slender side and they're just, they're active, they're sporty, they're strong, there, a lot of there's fit. There's, there's no very statistic
0: like, on this. Sorry. To yeah, go on. ahead. But I remember, like, someone saying that Boulder, Colorado is one of the fittest cities in America or something. I mean, you got to know, like, most of the menu, you'll find a gluten-free fruit, vegan option or some something of the kind. You know, they, they there's a there's a uh, attention to details on those kind of things yeah, Very... yeah.
1: they've actually like uh right. the county has l- stopped licensing McDonald's Burger King uh f- all fast food joints really they're actually they don't even they revoked licensings and they only have one McDonald's and like one Burger King you know so there's there's only a few fast food because they promote small businesses here so anyway just mm-hmm. that's just a side note it's just one of those things where you start to recognize that and more than anything you know i think that you, you have to realize your environment and people have to recognize that your habits, your lifestyle, it really makes a big difference. And don't tolerate just getting by in life financially right. or with your health right. or with anything because it's, it's it was healthy for me to see that contrast. And maybe you're listening to this and you have a family member or you live in a family unit or you have a friend group that just have unhealthy habits, a bad lifestyle – and uh, are, are promoting disease and illness, I mean, or they're all the way sick, whatever it is about them, I mean, you have to really consider who are these people that you're spending most of your time with? You know, what are they doing? Because they are
0: absolutely having an influence on, on your life. So what we're really getting from all this is just knowing where you're subject to influence. And look, we live in a world that is pulling us in a million directions. And what I'm getting kind of from Dylan and. We're kind of looking at here. It's even kind of funny, man. You went to Cozumel. I was literally in Playa de Carmen. We were literally right there. It's even crazy. Cozumel's right off that beach. Mm -hmm. But but in more of a wider perspective, like, you know, not really here to, like, judge or subjugate if you're being healthy. Everyone has their vices here, you know. I mean, I like to have a beer once in a while and so on and so forth. But it's really to look at, like, where is your purpose here? Because I think it's also about being grateful for the life we live. And as things deepen, you know, there's a lot of things around us that people might have. You never know what you had till you lost it, kind of stuff. But like when you realize when we come deep in what we actually have and appreciate what we have, there's something bigger that's already within us that's moving us to some other category of life. And that's mm. kind of what I really got from what me and Dylan are bringing into this episode. Is you know, like, granted, he was on a cruise and we're having a great time, but there's also another level of purpose that's here to experience stuff. And you know, there's a part of our world. And we can't we don't know what this is, but we're just speaking from the heart here is that, you know, where are people led astray? We're we're just trying to coast. Hey, I'm not trying to be in like all that stuff. I'm just trying to get by. And that's granted, that's understandable mm. some things in life. That that's if that's where we're at, that's where we're at. And so if you're hearing me, please. This is not here to judge you, but it's also to really look at is like as this has become a normalized placement in our society that we're not really striving to take care of ourselves or take care of people around us or know what's going on like we're in a part where like the world needs us you know and needs kind of your my, my my study and my art and my work is actually helping people remember to unlock that their gifts are here for everyone to feel that heaven within and that can get metaphorical but when you really get down to like who are you? Or like, what are we here to do? Are we confronting the moments of your destiny of like what it is that you can actually bring to the world? These questions come up for moments or trips like this, because I'm sure that like, you know, Dylan's seeing this and like, you know, he's obviously and I can't speak for you and my brother, but like, you know, you're there with Casey and your girl and, and you having a great time. But when you see that, not even 90%, you're, you're claiming 95% of people are just really and look, we gotta we gotta say this for right now. It's like you know, if you're a little, if you're gaining some weight or something, that's one thing. But when we're in a place where we're really not feeling uh, good about ourselves, and like, I'm not trying to judge anyone here, but like we really need to audit that and take care of ourselves right now. And You're saying this almost 95 percent of people that are on this cruise, you know, what tripped me out was Casey and I when we first day. She was walk. We would walk through the cruise ship,
1: and she's so sensitive. And she collects a lot of energy, which right. in the next episode when we have her on, right. she's probably going to reflect on this. She collects so much energy, and I could just tell it just was – I think she's a sponge. And, like, uh-huh. whenever you're a sponge and you're dirtying up a uh-huh. you know, a, ni- a nice uh-huh. greasy pan, you look at that sponge right after – before you rinse it, and it's, like, all nasty looking. It's wild, yeah. That's kind of how Casey is energetically. She it's just picks Pisces up and thing. soaks yep. up yep. all this, like, cigarette smoking and drinking and this, like, environment yeah. of indulging and – no fucks and just the and, and just the unhealthy nature of it all and and that look it, and trust me it wasn't like that that was just their only week that they do this stuff this was like this was like their normal you yeah. know but yeah that was something right. to take it, take into consideration
0: right and with all that considered uh, I feel like I feel called and prompted to quote this book there's a there's a movie I really love it's called Way of the Peaceful Warrior and um, it's a long story about a gymnast and I'm not trying to break into story mode please go watch the movie read the book it was wonderful. Um, but one of the biggest lessons, and I don't want to take this away, but there's a part in the movie where he basically is like stop drinking, stop smoking, stop all vices and stuff. But then um one day he turns around and I don't want to ruin the movie for you, but basically there's a surprise and he and the kid goes, What are you doing? you know, and it shows that like nothing and inherently is bad, it's the habit that is bad. It's that is the problem that you're served by habit. And basically Having a drink of scotch or having a cigar or something, something I like to treat myself with. But if this is on my regular daily and it's almost here's the key that we're hitting here right now: escaping from the reality that you've been given, escaping from the opportunity of who you are and what is going on right now. I've noticed that a lot of people live by this, and I notice that this can be very hard for people to have the courage to face and understand about who we are and where we're going. But the truth is, in a in a, and you can look at this from a physical practical level intellectual level or a spiritual level for whatever level that is for you what is going to be more fulfilling doing something to escape the reality or fully embodying what you purposely were made to be because that is something I want to bring up of like when I went to my own roots and this is very deep and very personal into my own action of my life but you know my father was um he was a he was a scuba diver okay and not more than a scuba diver, they used to joke, my whole family used to make fun that my dad was John Cousteau or something, and he even did uh, engineering projects. He was an engineer, and he made uh, like aquariums in my grandfather's tower. There's a whole awesome family history story I like to get into, and I really pride myself to share that, but I'm going to try to drill that for everyone on this channel. But basically, he was all about the sea and all about the ocean. When you live in Cancun, you're on some of the beautifulest beaches and coral reefs and all that stuff. And I just want to say this, there was such a paradigm that shifted for me in knowing this and a connection to my father. But like, I went there and I had this big fear of the ocean and I chose to go with my cousin even that just totally ambassaded me on a spiritual level, brought me into all this connection. And honestly, I've been calling this in for several years. Probably for the last two, three years, I've been really heavily calling this in. Here was a moment that it manifested with this trip for me to go here, but this, this reaches deeper, because this isn't just me having a little tender moment connecting with my family. What I wanna really offer for the people listening to this, this was an opportunity for me to understand my own father, and with this own trip, I even understand my grandfather, and his grandfather's grandfather, and it brought a sense of understanding all the way back to who I was. And so I'm bringing this even all the way down to the people that are like way lost in the sauces. We like to joke if you were like people on this cruise ship or something. I know Dylan lives by this, and we all live by this. But like you know, this was a different kind of section for me. I shared this in the beginning of the channel. Like I was going through what's called a Saturn return, and so like this is a moment. Uh, this is almost like a huge little moment for my my life or what I was going through. And I know you can be honest. I'll get in a cage full of lions. Maybe I'm I'm pretty sure I might be scared, but I'll go do skydiving. But I, my biggest fear was probably deep sea ocean and something about deep sea ocean of the unknown and anything from all sides. And you're not really equipped for the ocean. And then sharks, too. I was having the weirdest dreams. And, uh, you know, this was a genuine fear I was almost subconsciously keeping myself from. And to make to make a, a big story short, um, I was very scared. And I broke through this exercise, but I want to say something that propelled me was to understand my own father. That moved me to a different level where, again, what I was just reiterating was just like, I realized there's something more here for me to understand about myself. I've almost been hiding from the parts that make me who I am, that if I would be willing to so go in, there are there are hidden things in our families that are waiting to be unlocked by us. There are opportunities of healing. There's opportunities of self-discovery. There's opportunities of certain goal points that are in our blood or in our arena, in our environments, in our friend groups that are more intricately connected that are calling for us to show up and attend. And I think what that is to be said, is like, you know, I know it can be easy. We all have, everyone has advice perhaps to escape. But when you're escaping on a day to day basis, it's most, and I believe this, and I'm sure Casey might even agree with this, but it's going to start showing up spiritually as dis ease. Like, you know, that you're not at ease with oneself and it creates dis ease. And I'm sure multiple different individuals spoken with highlight that process. And so I'm not going to say this is a whole health talk here, but what I can say is like, You're seeing these beautiful, amazing opportunities, but it's almost like the only little jewel that someone has in their life versus recognizing all that is around us. And so like that was something I was getting deeper with in my own level. But we also want to talk to anyone, if you're in the spectrum, in the spectrum of trying to figure out what propels me, what gives me purpose, I will tell you there are hidden secrets that our family or are whatever you've been born with that are lying within you, that are calling and knocking on your door to attend. And that's really what we want to bring home here because I was almost confronting elements of really who I was. And it goes even deeper because my journey has led me up to this moment personally. And so the success and the joy and the fulfillment that I'm feeling from this is something I'm offering pretty much everyone that's Smoking cigarettes are like, really not having their health on par or just having, an, having a difficulty just existing, you know, is where we do need to address our health. And that's not even judgment. That's just help out. And, yeah, I want to save some of this for
1: Casey because she was dying to be on this podcast. But I think after right. this entire week of craziness, she just was feeling a little under the weather today. She decided not to make it. But – um. Without getting too into it, one of the biggest things that I noticed was afterwards I was indulging, okay, on food, like the food. It was like this: you have a five-course meal Bro, every like night,
0: cruises, you, and it's just like great right food, like lobster. lunches and yeah, lobster,
1: whatever <laughs> you want. And so, for me, I ended up real. I I ate and like shit, <laughs> not completely, but I did because I knew. When I go back to my home, fall back onto my disciplines, Mm -hmm. fall back into my routines that I would shed the weight, look good, feel good exercise, even though I did exercise every day on the ship, but like exercise and and, and blast off because why it is my disciplines that make me who I am just as your disciplines Mm -hmm. make you who you are, your routines, your habits, all of these various different elements of your life that you are doing on a day-to-day basis mm-hmm. make you who you are and Ricky and I know that because we have both been indulgent on substances in our past you know and I I've I've come from that as well like big pothead and stuff like that back in high school and early kind of
0: college but you know, I like having scotch when we play poker and stuff. Well, like that, now so. we're very disciplined. You know, I mean, we like we we well, actually fu- funny
1: enough. Actually, him and I for sure we are a, we can we can we can show up to a party and drink and have a blast. Like when, when we could g- drink and, yeah. and have a blast if and, and why <laughs> because because that doesn't happen very often.
0: It's like super rare, occasional. Dylan knows they are seeing each other at the gym at nine a.m. and the other day or something. So like even if he knows I'm there or not there, we know that we make it to the gym. We know that we're not overindulging right now. It's a rare event, and if it's in for me, and I can't speak for Dylan, but if it's in a celebratory and 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 from a positive place, you know, it's it's a luxury in that moment. And even. it
1: feels good to yeah. have a friend like Ricky, who I know, you know, if he picks up a cigar or whatever, like he ain't gonna go. I like my cigar once in a while. You know, he's not gonna become <laughs> an addicted person who does that every Hell single day no. or whatever. Hell so no, I just wanted to clean that up and kind of <laughs> like recognize how what are the, what what about that I appreciated the most, which. kind of of brings me to more of the purpose of the podcast, which I want to kind of ask Ricky some questions too on this, but, Mm. you know, start provoking the thoughts in your heads. If you're listening to this right now about what, what are your routines and then what are your habits currently, but more importantly, how, what opportunities have presented themselves in the last two weeks, the last two weeks or maybe three weeks, what has been presented to you? If you can reflect on that, answer me that question right now and answer it out loud in your car or in your head. What pres- what has list- listed me? List me one, two, and three. Okay, I've got this opportunity, this opportunity. I'm coaching someone right now. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about uh, the original part of our coaching, their intro coaching call. He was all about one particular business and one particular idea. But in my the back of my mind, I felt like this was a very temporary thing. And I, I felt like I'm going to help him with this situation because that is what I'm tasked to do mm-hmm. to strategize for him and i gave him a strategy that if he would implement it it would actually help him be successful and he started to get some success and some traction but in the sense we've been coaching he's already been presented with multiple opportunities in the last 2 3 weeks wow. that are taking him in different directions and i actually presented with him today the thought process of hey you know why don't we shelf the idea that you were working on before and maybe work on some of these other things that you've that are more consistent and Implementing some newness, some new idea into your current routine. That way, you can start because right now, because he was starting a whole new thing, and it just really wasn't working out. Just really right. wasn't working out. Right. Um, but the thing is, is it's all about the lesson. It's all about the lesson. But I want to ask you a question. That I don't know if you want to take away with that about the opportunities that are being presented right now.
0: Well, to to note on what Dylan was saying, and I, you know, just to drop a little astrology nugget as, uh, like I was saying at the beginning of this podcast, you know, we're having. This planet Saturn that counts our karma. And it counts as our actions and our decisions. The best thing you can do is make decision, decisions for your future. And, and that's really important that Saturn wants to do. And it's going to be leaving what's considered its home placement in the last six years. So to get an even bigger scale, I get really big picture. I know Dylan knows this. But like this has been taking place since December 19th, 2017. So I'm not trying to mind mind mess up people right now um but like think about that point in time all the structures and decisions have been laying out your life up until this week and the reason dylan's saying this by may 7th march 7th pardon me march 7th we're moving into a whole nother action where these are coming to critical mass and setting out to a whole new whole nother zone of our future so saturn is leaving this very strong decision oriented future Oriented placement, so I share that because kind of what Dylan's saying, and we even got this book, "The Next Five Moves on the Table." But it's like, really, what are you setting and f- forward for yourself, and really looking at because this doesn't come around for another twenty years, yeah. And and with that being said, Saturn's something that we want to capitalize on. If this is the time that you want to just coast and you want to chill, good luck. And I'm not trying to fear monger or, or or take it out on anybody in any such way, but but this is definitely not the time f- at all. If you have big goals or dreams or are looking for higher dr- envisions for your future to just play it small and not be taking the necessary actions moving forward that you need to make. So we we're just talking about Saturn is this planet to make decisions, simply put, basically. So honestly, if you're looking at, hey, I need to make a big decision or I need to focus on this, like, you know, you just don't, It really helps us that through pressure, you turn coal into diamonds. And so a lot of this is knowing where we move in our life is the diamond of our life is what Saturn's trying to teach us. I also get down to like kind of the Mr. Miyagi having to do things you don't understand that eventually lead up to mastering techniques and so on and so forth. So the truth is like, really, what is your kind of purpose in this and bringing it back? And I know that's a little distilling we need to go here, but like it came to my attention Through certain areas of my family, that this action that I was doing was a little bit bigger than myself. And it made me also look at not just the going scuba diving. I faced some real fears here. I won't even lie. I I I found myself very rare for me, but mentally making every excuse I could to almost avoid this. Yet though was super excited. I thought I was gonna go scuba diving and I was gonna go into a cenote which is a Mexican underwater cavern, which, by the way, is absolutely astonishing. If you could see this thing, it blew my mind. It was almost intimidating to see that. But then to go straight into the open ocean, go 30 feet into the ocean, and you got to get used to the whole you know, the part of your brain, your limbic system that wants to oh, oh, panic and go up. You need to understand there's a lot of safety precautions to go with scuba diving. Well, more than that, I faced not only that fear and broke through, which was pretty intense uh, for, the, for the following days, I had a beautiful, beautiful experience on the other side of that and connected to a flow. To be there in the moment, you're truly out of body. You're floating in the abyss of anything. You almost want to, at one moment I was fearful, the next moment I was like meditating, floating, kind of dancing, playing around in the ocean and you have this free essence. It's almost like a dream and I thought about this is something my father did most of the majority of his upbringing and his life. This helped me connect to him in another way. And it made me realize something. If it was my grandfather, my father, my stepbrother, or myself, we're deeply passionate about life and nature. And that was very apparent in like wildlife. And, I, and, I, and that little recipe, here I am at 29 years old, if I didn't take that to heart, I have something, a little bit of a treasure trinket from this journey to bring into my impact on what will I bring to the world. And so that's very near and dear to my heart and my soul, but bringing it back like I would love for everyone on that cruise ship to kind of find this for themselves is what we're kind of getting at here. And I would say that every adventure is going to have a great time for yourself, but what are you bringing it back for what purpose? And to me, it was making me confront a lot of parts of myself that, you know, I found myself very passionate about astrology and realizing there's this really depth of nature that lies with my father and my grandfather And something's very personal I won't share on here, but basically it unlocked me to really face some paradigm shifts within my family. That I have something I can catalyst and offer and move forward in in a very specific way. And I was really confronting myself pretty deeply in the weeks to come. This, This February was a deep soul digging and recognizing and paving... For myself, so we want to bring this back because the fulfillment in that alone, and may or may not to whatever I go and create in the world, is enough <laughs> for so many things to change. If those it was don't know cat we got Zeus, my buddy, my kitties, yeah, for the audio people who are just listening, they them. don't know, but he's on the video, folks. He's being, he's being a cat, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but for those that don't know, it's like we we, we want to really offer that back to the cl- to to the listeners to really hear this is honestly ask yourself, like, you know, am I confronting my destiny or my purpose? And I guarantee you there's some work that maybe your grandparents left you with. I guarantee there's some clues. I guarantee there's something there. But, you know, and I'm not here to criticize and tell you how to live your life in this way. And just to Dylan, and I want to ask him questions, you know, what would we offer? What strategies could we offer? Because if if we're drinking the cheapest beer, smoking cigarettes, wishing we could literally escape our lives while we're, you know what I hear is like very, very overweight. Like now we're in the obese category where we're not doing so hot. And hey, if you're out there, I'm not trying to criticize you at all. I'm just trying to say where there's actions we can make. What I'm hearing from Dylan is that this was a full escape cruise, like, you know, for some people. And I'm actually trying to say that, I think it's time we stop escaping outside of ourselves and escape into ourselves. You know,
1: that that's the most perfectly placed wording. And and again, mm-hmm. I know I I'm already hearing Casey's words, but like, she she's gonna want to talk about this as well, um, and and discuss her her experience with the traveling and her experience with the cruise and her experience with all this. So I don't want to rob that from her. I still want to let her share all this. Um, we will, but you know, I want to kind of shift a little bit into. Kind of what he said, which is like defining our purpose and uh, defining our destiny and questioning that, which actually brings me to the whole point. It goes to questioning yourself, evaluating yourself, evaluating what it is that you want to create, what it is that you truly want to do.
0: (laughs) Just sorry. Um, We have a very charming cat with us today. Yeah,
1: he's like he kind of like won't. He won't like. Yeah, there you go. He's laying down. Okay, for those of y'all listening, just yep, just know that there's a cat on the camera.
0: He didn't come to listen to this, but if you could only understand how cute it can be, distracting when this guy just wants to hang out with us. Yeah, he just wants crisis. to hang out. He just lays <laughs> down. Here. So, uh, with Take that being away, said, Dale. I
1: wanted to kind of shift energy here. Um I was I'm reading this book uh, called "Your Next Five Moves: Mastering the Art of Business Strategy" by this... Patrick Bett David. Boom! Really great book. Love I'll it. put it in the link below um and and you can get it audible as well he he actually the author which i really like but the author reads it himself which is really Mm -hmm. helpful because he hits his points really well but um basically obviously the book is about strategy the book is about how can you when you look at opportunities or when you look at problems how do you strategize them how do you move past them and that's what i do right now as a coach somebody who can go in and Understand your situation your problem or your aspirations and go in and implement a strategy for you to actually get there and I know it sounds simple but people for some reason there's a lot of people who just are very disassociated with the process they're clear on the outcome but they don't understand that process and I come in to try to help those processes occur. Um, so if you're interested in going to coaching, you can obviously hit my link to, mm. we'll put in the link below. Um, you can get a free, you know, sort of like assessment essentially is what it is. Um, but before, before I get into the, all the strategy stuff,
0: we need you to do. I wanted
1: to, yeah, then. I wanted to go <laughs> into one of the things that he writes here in the book, which is your levels of motivation. Okay. And now he puts these things kind of in, uh, in, in like different categories, and so I'm going to read off these categories for you, and I want you guys to kind of adopt, like, what where you might be. Mm. And then I'm going to ask you a certain audit question that might help you, um, provoke you to think about what what motivates you and then how to maybe shift into a different level of motivation. And so um, the first level of motivation, which I wouldn't say there's a whole, like like, I don't think there's so many, like, I don't think there's a numerical perfect way of doing the motivation thing, but I want to start with the first one, which is called advancement. So if you are a person who is motivated by advancement, advancement can mean next promotion. So at your job, Mm. completing a task, like you just have this high when you like get something done, right? Um, Meeting a deadline, so you have a project and then you meet a deadline like you actually succeeded in creating the project at a certain deadline. That, that could be obviously a lot of people for school-oriented folks, academic-oriented folks. Mm-hmm. And then reaching a goal. And it says as a team, but I would also just say as an individual, right? Reaching a goal and you achieve that goal. So that's just this advancement or achievement motivation. Like you are motivated by achievement. So that's one level of motivation. Another level of motivation is called individuality. You are motivated by your lifestyle, by recognition, and by security. So these are a few things that are somewhat different but somewhat the same. So with individuality, you are obviously very much in value with being independent. Like that's what you truly want. Like you would rather make $50,000 a year being on your own independent as a photographer or something that you love rather than making a hundred thousand dollars a year at a job that maybe is good but you know it doesn't fulfill your destiny it doesn't fulfill your purpose that would i would say like you value individuality right so are you gonna make millions of dollars being a photographer like maybe not you know maybe not that doesn't mean it's not possible i'm just saying maybe not right um and so mm-hmm. that that's kind of individuality like or are you motivated by having the lifestyle to like work on your laptop from a co- from another country you know and, and having like freedom and independence, like that's a that's huge that's for a, a lot of people. Yeah. yeah, Really big. And th- there's no levels to it. It's just where are you? Um, another motivation level is called madness, okay? Ooh. Madness is what? you feel like you're in opposition to somebody, so you're competing, okay? Um, competition is the next thing. Uh, control, like you value control. This can be a little bit of a narcissistic take, but just being mm. honest with yourself, we're doing a real honesty here. Um, power and fame. There's nothing wrong with being driven by power Mm. and fame, Mm -hmm. okay? Just understand that. it is, But it is a level of motivation. It will get you somewhere. Does that make sense? It will get you somewhere. I see Power. Your strive for power and fame. Um, Proving others wrong, like some of you out here, you have a mom or a dad or an uncle or a close friend or a family member or somebody in your Mm -hmm. life, in your proximity at some point in your past or maybe currently right now. Mm -hmm. They told you you weren't good enough. They told you you couldn't make it. They co- they told you that you weren't able to achieve something or, or do something that you set out to do, and that actually the 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 naysayers in a way are your motivation. That's that's driven by madness. Okay, the need to avoid embarrassment. There's a lot of that element too. Like you 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 committed openly with everyone. Oh, I'm going to start this big business and I'm going to do all this shit. Now it's like okay, mm-hmm. the public is watching, right? So you don't want to be embarrassed, right? Um, and then you have mastery, which is like Kobe Bryant, mm, right? Mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant was dedicated, he was mad. You would call you would classify him as mad, right? Because he was waking Michael up Jordan, at 3 a.m., yeah. you know, already at the gym. By by 5 a.m., he had already like one one or two workouts already done or something. I mean, it was absolutely insane. His work ethic was absolutely insane. Like I was saying, it was madness, right? And then you have the fourth level of motivation, which is purpose. In purpose, you want to make history. You want to leave a legacy. That's what you want to do. You're motivated by that. This will be like a Elon Musk, who's kind of actually building companies, and they, I mean, he's got all the money in the world. He can just chill and retire and never work again, right? There's but there's something else pushing him. Exactly. It's deeper than just this simple. Oh, you know, I made I made a company or I made some money, and then you have make an impact, and then you even have in purpose. You have uh. It, enlightenment and self-actualization. Mm. So what motivates you is your purpose in life and you're driven by purpose. I would say that this is a, a mm. very, like that's that's where you know you're in alignment with yourself. None of these other ones are bad. It's just that they'll get you somewhere. They mm. will get you somewhere. And there's some people out here that are out there that are motivated by these different levels that they are successful, but you, they, you, you don't jive with them or you don't see how you could do it too because maybe you're not motivated by the same thing that they're motivated by. So that's something that I want to discuss here in the book
0: right now. You know, I really love that, man, because um, your next five moves. Obviously, that's a book on strategy. But, you know, if I brought this into my language while you were reciting all those four things that Patrick, Beth, David, now I'm not going to really touch on that this was going implemented to what he was writing. But in astrology, we look at that is truly the fire element because those things are what motivates us. And that is something we all got to get recognizing with what it is, because, hey, Sometimes you're motivated by anger and that just is what's going to propel you. And I got a lot of drive for doing that and putting my energy. Hey, I want to avoid being humiliated. There's a lot of power. There's a lot of energy to that. But when you get to the levels of something like purpose, I and mean, even advancement has its place. Is it just doing better and pushing yourself? You're, you're literally coming into the world in a different place. That starts as you start, as he's writing a book about business strategy, you can actually start strategizing really what is your purpose. And I think that's one of the first chapters is figuring out who you are and what you're doing, because everything else matters. If you figure that out first, you're going to start understanding what more is to strategize and what is you want to create, because you're going to spend time doing all this other mindless stuff. Now, I have a philosophy, though, is you do not want to burn from a bunch of negativity. And you don't want to really having your purpose driven by a lot of insecure lower level things. Now, obviously, a lot of those things have gotten people a lot of far ways. Hey, if you're just motivated by just—I uh, can't remember one of the things he shared—and there was just like, you know, just uh, what was it, fame and fame and uh, madness and yeah. in the madness category particularly, it was power and fame. Hey, I'm not trying to say that that can't motivate people, but I also got to say, like, I don't think that's the purest and most sustainable and most fulfilling way to burn from purpose from. But hey, if you got the moxie, use it for what it's worth. For a moment, I have a philosophy that we can actually shift that. And people might actually lose that inner fire if they change their disposition of purpose without awareness on really who they are and where they're coming from. My actual challenge, my invitation, my offering is for people to recheck that pivot because I think them coming from fear... In the madness category is what's leading people to live a life that they really a a life of quiet desperation, as we used to say. Mm. And what leads them to being they have some spare money doing that life. They don't like to use the weekend escape, weekend warrior, whatever you want to call it, to just get a cruise ship and kind of escape those paradigms. Now, granted, we all have those little moments, but if you're really coming from somewhere that has deep purpose, think of Kobe Bryant, where he's showing up in the madness stage. Yes, okay, that's mad. There's probably something else there, but. There's something about his proficiency in self-love, I think, that was taking it to a whole nother level. I can't speak on the inner workings of Elon Musk, but there's something he's doing that's going to transmute and change for the world that I think goes beyond just any little insecurity. And that's kind of the big thing of like, like I'm trying to say, say, even though I was diving down 30 feet into the ocean, I realized I was diving deep into who I was as a person on a genetic detailed story mode level of how i even exist here like i just told you i'm a first generation american most of my family ain't even from here so (laughs) as a part of me discovering inside i'm inviting us to like if you're in that place feels deeply unfulfilled are not really understanding what's my purpose here. And maybe some people have a more zen actualization on what that is, you know? There's some monks that have their own purpose for certain things. There's some people that actually live a humble, simple life, but are generated for those things that motivate them, and they live a very happy life. I know some elderly people that even though they can retire, they find purpose in their job, and it makes them happy, and it keeps them going. My father, we, we knew an old woman, And uh, I do know this one thing, even though she she lived to be like 100 or something, but she woke up every day and she went to go shopping or she went to go hang out with her family and friends and, and, and laugh. Okay, that might be a simple little purpose, but it kept her from literally, I think, literally living an extra 20 years. I think from instead of putting in the towel in eight in the 80s when maybe her husband passed or something, she had and made it a fun time to connect with a family and go shopping every day. And something about that gave her the extra oomph to last another 20 years and have a, a extend that period of life. So my point to this is actually getting deep into that line of purpose and discovering even what your destiny is might unravel the deepest secret depth of what that purpose could be for everyone, and I believe that's that's deeply connected to everyone in some said way. And maybe some have different stories than others. So I came not here really to judge. And astrology is very what we like to use the word is hermetic. It's just it's just objective. It's whether you like it or not, everything had served a purpose in some certain way that we can see or not from our comprehension. That also is serving you. That the more power you give to yourself and what you can create. I've seen people or hear stories that you hear online all the time. There's a woman 62 years old about to call it quits and just give up and that's it. She comes in and eventually gets into martial arts after being nagged for a while. She goes on to not only be a black belt, she's also in a martial arts instructor and a champion at the age of like 72. That's nuts. I don't want to hear anyone, even myself, bitch, about I can't accomplish something. But like something gave her a purpose. I don't know what that was. And there could be something deeper that I wasn't, we don't even know that's comprehensive in our lineage. You know, and I'm just sharing this from me personally, because this was something connected to my roots, connected to my family, that look in your own life. Now, I'm going to say this. Even if you have your grandparents, your great grandparents, or someone of uh, like a, Someone you really look up to that may or may not be in your family, there's an opportunity for you to either enhance that, maybe even heal that, fix that, however so. But if, so let's say someone in your family did something really nice or even something not so nice, as you being here, There is already a purpose for you to right those rights, right those wrongs, and even help refresh and pave way things that are already aligned with you in your destiny and legacy. And if there's something you can think of, and the deeper that you dive into that, I think that people can be awakened to a deeper sense of self purpose. That, you know, it goes from moving to the cruise ship of just being there smoking cigarettes and saying, hey, I just want to escape my life and my shitty bullshit. Ah, screw this. I just want to, like, deal with this as my escape. You actually can find this maybe to be enhancement on the journey. It's not disassociated. It's integrated. Mm. So just just some of my bigger shares that seem to come through. What are you thinking, Dylan? Yeah.
1: Well, you know, and to continue from the book as well is... So much there, but I I think that like purpose, I think is the most important part of motivation. You know, if you find your purpose, then you'll be able to really succeed uh, to a level that you really couldn't even view before. Um, And so one of the things that in this book that he asks you to do is uh, I'm going to read this little paragraph and then go over this little, little bit right here. He says, it's normal to have more than one motivation, it's also normal for your priorities to shift. People change and your your priorities are able to shift and your motivation is able to shift. Take a careful look at the list above and think long and hard about what drives you. Most of the time, it requires some catalyst to examine what motivates you. There are four reasons that may trigger you to reassess what drives you. This is the most important part. Mm. What When you reassess, when you're reevaluating, when you're auditing, as we talk about here on the podcast, auditing what motivates you what drives you these are the four things that he brings up he s- brings up number 1 is boredom so you're actually bored of whatever it is that you're doing and you know that'll that'll you got to get motivated somehow so okay. if you're bored with what your what your work is then that sucks you know at least people who are like if they're working a job or you know if they're working at a Tesla factory or something and you know, but they're entertained, they're they there, they're working it, they're having a good time, you know, but you know, it may not be the most ideal thing, but it's like, hey, at least they're, they're having a good time. Um, another thing is declining results. So let's say you're motivated by some thing, if it's achieving results, like advancement, or individuality, whatever, I would even say sometimes even some purpose, if you feel like your purpose isn't quite getting your results. Um, maybe you're having declining results. And so you have to shift your motivation a little bit, right? Um, a plateau or stagnancy, which is the same thing. You know, you hit a plateau like, Hey, like if you were motivated by individuality and lifestyle and freedom, okay, cool. You've traveled all over the place and you know, it's been 10 years and you were able to make money online and life is good. Now it's like, you know, you're maybe you're a woman and maybe you're wanting to settle down and you're like, I need a man and I want to, maybe I want some kids and maybe I want to be, you know, a mother. That's, that's a purpose. That's actually a whole new thing. And so another thing is is feeling that uh that your talent is declining. This is big for people because they're not willing to uh you know really contribute that af- that 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 effect. But at the end of the day, Tom Brady retired. Okay? Mm. It took him a long time, but eventually you just can't be a quarterback in the NFL, right? Right. You your purpose transforms. And so for him, he had his talent was waning, right? Like he wasn't he didn't make a championship this last year in 2022, 23. Uh, you know, and people were just kind of like, you know, where where's this? What's what where what's next for him, right? Because he right. was just, he just won a Super Bowl. I'm just talking about Tom Brady here, but super athletes, eventually right. your talent goes away. Look at most athletes actually go bankrupt within four years of leaving their uh their profession in in the wow, uh, in I the athletics. I didn't even know that. Yeah, That's wild. Shaquille O'Neal says that a lot so he, he mentions that statistic all the time because he didn't yeah. want to be a statistic. He you know Shaquille O'Neal mm-hmm. is one of the most well known business entrepreneurs in the world. He's not yeah. just known for his his NBA career. Right. He is well known for his big 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 time in, in producing results. So I just wanted to kind of mm-hmm. ask you that question of where are you? Are you advancement? Are you achieving goals? Are you motivated by goals? And then or are you in an individuality? Are you motivated by it? independence and lifestyle or are you motivated by madness right now where you're maybe you you want to you're seeking revenge even or you want to prove others wrong or something like that and that could be really a driving force that's 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 getting results i mean that really can be getting results something like that and maybe you mm-hmm. want to shift into that or maybe you have a purpose right now that possibly is not your true purpose maybe you're living a purpose that's maybe someone else's purpose for you right how often are we right. told as kids like Oh, you're, 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 you're in the, your dad's a army ranger. You're going to be an army ranger. That's your purpose in life or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. then you, you get to an end of the road and you're not an army ranger. You got to change who you are. This happened to a best friend of mine. You know, he wanted to be a seal his whole, his whole young, young childhood. Wow. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he read books about it. He studied it, uh, even graduated the Naval Academy and everything. Eventually he didn't make it into the seals. Do you realize that was his purpose? And sometimes when you don't make it, when something happens and you don't make it to where you thought you were going to be, even your purpose has a shifting mentality. Right. So that's another thing, uh, big, big, big thing. I don't know if you have anything, comments yeah. on that
0: one. Yeah, honestly, that's a bit, that's, you know, we, I want to almost make a part two on this episode from that. But like really, you know, some people need to realize where they can repivot their purpose. And some people, I can say their purpose can outweigh there's, there's this balance, give or take, I would say, probably for people. Um, I know some people were uh, motivated. I had a teacher, and he was motivated, but he wanted to be a, a pilot. He really wanted to be an American uh, Air Force pilot. And then one day, his, his dreams got really shot because uh, he was too big to fit the plane. He was, like, too tall or something, you know? And like, you got to find that purpose, like I said, that kind of inner fire and find something else that's really going to motivate you. And that can be really debilitating, really suck the life out of people that this is what you put everything into. But The truth is, there's a way for us all to find a motive, something that they can live for. I mean, some people go on and become a parent, and that enlightens them to feeling that kind of purpose in one way, and maybe for some people, it's a business or some purpose to the world, but whatever that is, there's something about my life has meaning and something that needs to be cherished, you know? It's like an extension of oneself that life has a guiding system for, you know? And some people, though, haven't really found this at all. It's like a little Kindle for those little those little things that are happening in life. But to be honest, where you can find your own primordial, deep essence, this is kind of the work I love to do with me in astrology, was something where I was actually, that's even something I found for myself. I was just trying to figure out what am I, who am I, where I found myself 15 years doing this work called astrology, for God's sakes to help invoke that stuff because if we can know where we're coming from and know what we're really about there's going to be some deeper fulfillment that motivates us that anything is possible i'd like to share one thing one of my favorite uh he's he's someone i look up to buddy rich he's one of the best drummers in the world if you know buddy rich person the guy was he's still legend to this day but uh buddy rich said something crazy uh he had anger management issues full moon aries and uh he had high blood pressure and i think he had a cardiac arrest or something the doctors took him in and told him his vitals and everything it was like look you are done you're done like you have to, you have to stop you have to stop you're going to die you know and he said something and i just you know we've heard this from a couple of people it's like the doctors they know you but they don't really know they they're here to give you what they know but they don't know you or they don't know who you are And something he said about that was like, damn, well, you're not going to tell me not to freaking do what I do. And he went on to eventually play another 20 years and go touring and do all that kind of stuff. Now, eventually, I think it did catch up to him. I don't know the whole scoop, Mm. but I do know that he went on another 20 years that that still existed inside. I was like, you're not going to tell me I'm not going to go do this and permitted to go on beyond the stretch of what, I don't know, I guess modern medical science was able to tell us. So like, you know, Part of this is like confronting the faster that we may be able to confront our destinies to look at our purpose. And I was bringing it full circle here because, you know, the world is a pretty crazy place right now. I think it needs more purpose. I think it needs more witness and understanding for us to walk through with ourselves. So that's really what today's episode is all about. You know, what I'm trying to say so. Really love that Dylan brought up the Patrick, I bet David uh, element because before we can get into the, str- the strategies, totally what Dylan's here to bring to the table. We also got to invoke, like, what is it? The first chapter one, what are we coming into? Who are we? Who are we?